Star Wars 7x7 episode 1447 today. Deep thoughts regarding Solo, a Star Wars story. And today we're going to be talking about the droids controlling things on Kessel. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Riser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So this was a question that was raised in my brain after reading the Solo with Star Wars Story official guide from DK Publishing. And again, bing, thanks, DK, for sending that to me. So the deal, of course, with that droid control room, or at least just the main control room in Kessel, is that there are a whole bunch of droids controlling all these systems and so forth, and L337 popped the restraining bolt off of one of them and said, you know, ah, go, you know, have fun with your friends. And so the robots all went and took each other's restraining bolts off and then decided to go deactivate everybody's slave callers, and that was Anthony Daniels going, freedom, and knocking the button that deactivated activated the collars and so forth and <laughs> gonk droids or gonk like looking droids looking like droids stomping on controls and keyboards and whatnot anyway so on the one hand that seems like a bit of a plot point if you will like they said okay these guys are getting into kessel they're going to need to get out of kessel they're going to need some kind of distraction how do we make that happen in a way that helps the plot that plays in with character traits and so on and so forth and so they come up with the idea of a droid rebellion leading to a wider slave rebellion on kessel but then you get to Solo a Star Wars Stories official guide, and here's where all the explanatory stuff comes in about why it's a bunch of droids running the place in the first place. And we already know on the labor side that they're getting cheap labor because they're getting prisoners from the Empire and slaves from God knows where else. And at least in the Empire's case, all they have to provide is some minerals for it, which you know, I guess you could kind of get into a question or a discussion about the economics of the Spice Mines of Kessel and say, well, you know, like for how much they could have sold the minerals for in the open market, is it really a bargain for them getting these prisoners and making them into slaves and whatnot? You know, to say nothing of the morality of the whole issue, because clearly it's immoral. And so, yeah, that's, you know, a default statement that we don't need to revisit or question. We know it's immoral. Okay, just period, paragraph. But I am going to be looking at the economics of the whole Kessel thing on a future episode, which is why you know, it popped up. But anyway, so we know about where they're getting their labor. But now we've also been introduced, thanks to the official guide, to a term admin mechs admin mechs a-d-m-i-n-m-e-c-h-s admin mechs are being used to cut costs in the kessel mining operation as well and they're apparently relatively common in clerical situations and in managerial service and so on and so forth but the reason why they are particularly liked by the pikes in this situation is because a they're all about efficiency right they're about getting the absolute most out of the least possible effort and so on and so forth they're also unquestionably obedient at least when they have these very nasty restraining bolts i guess there are some restraining bolts that are nastier than others and they've got the especially nasty ones on them so they will unquestioningly follow the orders of the pike syndicate so you know there you go 
and they also don't steal anything. So another ideal situation with the Pikes. They don't have to search these droids for random coaxium that they might be tucking in their pockets or anything like that. Hey, these droids don't even wear pants, so it's not even an issue. So the thing I wonder about is when Larry and John Kasdan come up with this scene where they're in the control room on Kessel and L337 starts a droid revolution somewhat unwittingly, but then certainly adds fuel to the fire of it once she realizes what's actually happening. But they're writing this scene. How deeply are Larry and John actually considering this scene? Are they considering the fact that, oh, you know, the Pike Syndicate, like they're trying to control costs, which is why all these droids are here and they're admin mechs and they're here because they won't steal anything and because they follow orders and because they're all about efficiency. Like, is that it? Or is Pablo Hidalgo coming in after the fact and going, okay, Larry and John wrote this crazy scene about droids and, you know, they're working in the control room and they started this revolution. So how is it that we justify this? Not justify. I mean, justify is probably not the correct word I mean to say here. How do we explain this? How do we talk about this whole scene in a way that makes it fit into a larger narrative about the Pikes and about what's going on on Kessel? And I kind of think that's what the real case is, that it's almost a form of retconning, which for those of you unfamiliar with the term is retroactive continuity. It's a smashing up of the two terms. I think it's a portmanteau is what it actually is. Again, with pronunciation on Star Wars 7, <laughs> 7, but two words smashed together to suggest that the continuity of something is being retroactively changed. It's not really a retcon per se, because that would be changing the meaning of something that's already happened, and Pablo isn't necessarily changing the meaning of something that's already happened. He's adding an extra layer of interpretive meaning on something that's already happened, and the you know, that's part of what he might be doing as part of the creation of Solo, a Star Wars Stories official guide. But I'd love to hear what you think. Do you think that was baked in by Larry and John in their original writing, that idea of why droids are actually in this control room in the first place? Like, did they actually think it through that deeply or did they leave that one for Pablo Hidalgo to brainstorm and come up with? Share in the comments wherever you are catching this podcast and let me know what you think. And now I'm going to take a quick break, and then when I come back, we'll do Last Jedi Trivia. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So last time I asked you a very gimme question. What's the first word Finn says when he wakes up out of his coma? And it's Ray! And today's question for you, what kind of look does Leia tell 3PO to wipe off his face? And that will do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you ride your tauntaun past the first marker, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. 
And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not a forced ghost vision, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!